Hey babes, welcome back to Holy Babes Podcast. My name is Nisha Pleasant and you are listening to season two, episode three of Holy Babes Podcast. If you are new here joining for the first time, thank you so much for tuning in. I pray that you stay with us as we continue today's episode. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can visit bio.link slash holybabe. That's B-I-O dot L-I-N-K slash H-O-L-Y-B-A-B-E. Not only will you be able to follow us on social media from this link, but you will also be able to join us for our live Bible studies, our Bible study group, and also our movie nights. Our first official movie night will be happening this Friday. All updates will be posted on our Instagram as well as our Facebook. So please follow for more updates so you guys don't miss our very first movie night. All right, now it's time to get into the word of God. Make sure you grab your Bible, girl, your pencils, your pens, your highlighters, and let's go ahead and get into the word of God together. But First, you guys already know we have to pray in and invite the Holy Spirit. So Father God, I thank you for my sisters and even my brothers, anyone who is listening under the sound of my voice, Father God. I thank you for them, God. I thank you for them being led here by you, Father God. I thank you for allowing them to come here and be able to just read the word of God. I ask that you give them revelation, God, concerning you, Father God, concerning the things of you, God, as they learn who you are, God, and learn what a a gracious Father you are, God, and how you continue to give us chance after chance, despite if we deserve it or not, God. You are a God of grace, and because you are a God of grace, you give grace, God. So we just thank you for being a gracious Father. We thank you for being a gracious God. We thank you for just continuing to pour into us, God, for loving us, God. And we just thank you for continuing just to never give up on us, God, and continuing just to pour into us, God, that you that your spirit pours over them, Father God, that they're able to get discernment, God, be able to get understanding and wisdom from today's message, God, that they're able to leave with something that you have for them to know, Father God, that they're able to learn from uh, the study today, God, and apply it to their daily lives. Holy Spirit, I ask that you cover each and everyone listening. I ask that you help me to to be guided by you, that I humble myself and I only say what it is that the Lord has for me to say. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so to get things started, we're going to go ahead and turn to Exodus chapter 34, verse 6, which says, And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding and love and faithfulness. So, so far, we know that God is a gracious God. When we look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, it says, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith, but this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So, so God gives grace simply because he is the God of grace because he is gracious. It has nothing to do with whether or not you deserve it because none of us deserve his grace. None of us deserve his love because we're imperfect human beings and he gives it to us anyway because he is a loving father, because he is compassionate, because he is a, a gracious God. Titus chapter 2 verses 11 through 14 says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no 
to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. It is not because of anything you've done. It is simply because God is who he is and he doesn't change who he is simply because we are undeserving. He just is a gracious God. And because he is a gracious God, he's going to give grace. And not only is he going to give grace, but he's going to show us the way how to live righteously. And when we do fall, he's going to give us that cushion of grace that we need to keep going and to get up again and continue striving to be more like him because Jesus is the blueprint. He is our, he came and he walked this earth to show us how it is we're supposed to represent the kingdom. So we should be always trying to model ourselves behind him. Not only did he die so that we could be forgiven for our sins, but he also came to show us how to live righteously. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. God's grace is significant. His power is perfect, even in our weaknesses and in our imperfections. People can tell you all day, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you know, you have, you know, issues with this or that. And, you know, you're incapable of doing these things. And by yourself, maybe, but through God, no, you can do all things through God. And because of him, we are able to be strong. We're able to be powerful because our power comes from him. He has given us the Holy Spirit so that we will be able to stand against the things of the enemy, stand against the things of this world, and stand firm and stand tall and do every single thing that they think that we can. When someone watches you do the very things that they believe you can, and they see you give all glory to God, It shakes rooms. It shows them that God is real and that God moves and that through his grace, because we're imperfect, but through him, we're able to have the opportunity to be strong, powerful individuals, but only through him. Every single day, God's mercies are new. Every single day that he wakes you up, despite what you did yesterday, and he gives you another opportunity to carry yourself like a woman of God or like a a man of God, you are being shown grace. He's showing you grace. He's showing you mercy. He's giving you the opportunity to be a true child of God. He's giving you another opportunity to grow your relationship with him. He's giving you another opportunity to repent and turn away from your ways. He is showing you grace and he is hoping that you take that opportunity, that you take that gift of grace that he's extending to you and that you choose him over this world, that you choose him over sin. Will you be perfect? No. But should you be a trying Christian? Every single day, you should be a trying Christian. I'd rather be seen as the trying Christian who messed up 
than the Christian who never even attempted. Give God your best. That's all he's asking for. And when you mess up, his grace is there to catch you. His grace is there for you to fall back on and get back up again because you know that he has shown you that grace and that mercy time and time again, and he will continue to. You have to continue pushing forward despite what it is you've fallen into. You have to keep trying over and over again. And as you continue trying, you'll see that God is forever going to be in your corner. He wants to see you succeed. And he wants to see you get back up again. In fact, he wants to help you get back up again every single time because he is full of grace. Now, John chapter 1 verses 14 through 16 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of one, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out saying, this is the one I spoke about when I said, he who comes after me has surpassed me because he was before me. Out of his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace already given. Now, Peter denies Jesus three times. And rather than Jesus getting upset with him for betraying him, of course, instead, Jesus shows him so much grace and He shows that he forgives him. Now we're going to start off reading from Luke chapter 22, verse 39, all the way through 62. Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When Jesus' followers saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, should we strike with our swords? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest, cutting off his right ear. And that actually was Peter. Peter cut off someone's ear. But Jesus answered, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard and the elders who had come for him, am I leading a rebellion that you have come with swords and clubs? Every day I was with you in the temple courts, and you did not lay a hand on me. But this is your hour, when darkness reigns. When seizing him, they they led him away and took him into the house of the high priest. Peter followed at a distance. And when some there had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and had sat down together, Peter sat down with them. A servant girl saw him seated there and in the firelight. She looked closely at him and said, 
This man was with him, but he denied it. Woman, I don't know him, he said. A little later, someone else saw him and said, you also are one of them. Man, I am not, Peter replied. About an hour later, another asserted, certainly this fellow was with him, for he is a alien. Peter replied, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Just as he was speaking, the rooster crowed. The Lord turned and looked straight at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word that the Lord has spoken to him. Before the rooster crows today, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Now, this reminds us of how we mess up and we sin against God and we make a mistake. And this is what Peter is feeling. He went and he cried after he denied Jesus three times. And, you know, prior to that, he had told Jesus, you know, I'd I'd die for you. I'd go to prison for you. Chapter 22, verse 33, it says, But he replied, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. And verse 34 says, Jesus answered, I tell you, Peter, before the rooster crows today, you will deny three times that you know me. John chapter 21, verses 15 through 19 says, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Now, this is a great example of the grace of God. Although Peter made a mistake, he denied Jesus. Jesus still made sure Peter knew that he was forgiven. He still made sure that Peter knew he was going to still continue to use him. He showed him love. He showed him grace. He showed showed him mercy. And in John chapter 21, you'll see Jesus tell Peter to go feed his sheep. Despite Peter's mistakes, Jesus still wanted to continue to use him. Because Jesus knew all along that he would deny him. Jesus knew all along that you would make a mistake Jesus knew all along that you would do whatever it is that you is weighing heavy on you that you've done. He knew that you would do it. And even though he knew that you would do those things, he still died for you. He still gave you grace. He still continues to give you grace. Although you did all those things, do not sit in it, but instead Realize that God has given you grace and that he 
wants to uplift you and restore you. He does not want you to stay in that dark place. He wants you to see that he has given you grace and see that he has grace there to cushion your fall so that you can get back up. You are never too far gone for God's grace and for his love and for his mercy. Jesus can restore you through his grace, just like he did Peter. And we have to make sure that we show and that we give the same grace that we have received. That same undeserving grace that God gives us, we have to give other people. Who are we to say that somebody doesn't deserve something? Most times when people don't want to forgive, one of their responses is they don't deserve it. None of us deserve anything that God has given us. Yet he continues to give, yet he continues to give grace, yet he continues to love us. God's grace is based entirely on who he is and it has nothing to do with us. Our grace is based on who God is, who it is that we are in him. You're not forgiving because they deserve it. You're forgiving because of who your father is. You show grace because of who your father is and who he has made you to be. That is why you show grace. Don't think about if they deserve it or not. Play your role. Your job is to love people and show grace and not worry about if they deserve it or not. Because whether or not they deserve it, you have to be willing to give it to them because it's been given to you. And none of us deserve any of it. The last thing I'm going to read is 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 10 through 11, which says, And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. God's grace will restore you. It is through him that you will be restored, that you'll be able to get back up. It is his grace that will pull you up to be able to continue to run this race, to continue to fight to be who it is he's made you to be, and continue to not give in to sin. So continue to seek him and stand on his word and read his word and apply it to your life and deny yourself and pick up your cross every single day. That is going to be it for today. I just really want to make sure I encourage you guys to not only show grace to other people, but also remember that God has shown you grace and remember that God is a gracious God, that we serve a God of grace. And because you serve him, you also need to serve the people and make sure you're giving them the same grace that God has given to you. Please continue to make sure that you apply this to your life and that you remember this characteristic of God when you fall short because it's important to remind yourself of who God is and who God says that you are. Now it's time for us to go ahead and pray out and then we can close for uh, the end of today's episode. So Lord, I thank you for just continuing just to be there for us and giving us the grace that we need to be able to keep moving forward and be the people that you that you have made us to be God I ask that you touch uh, my sisters and even my brothers who are listening God I ask that you rise them up father God that you get them out of the dirt that they've 
put themselves in, Father God, that you show them that you have given them grace to be able to get out of the dirt that the enemy has tried to cover them up in, Father God, that you want to grow them and that you want them to be who it is that they ha- that they were born to be, that you have made them to be, Father God, instead of who it is that the world is trying to tell them that they are, God. So we just thank you for continuing just to water them, God. I pray that the seed has been planted, Father God, in each and every one of them, God. And I pray that it grows, God. I pray that you water it, God, and that it's able to grow, God, and that they are able to see what it is that they need to see to get out of whatever sin is trying to hold them captive, God. So we were buke anything that the enemy is trying to send their way, God, to cause them to slip up, God. May they stand stand firm in you, God, and not give in to their flesh, Father God. May they not give in to the, the tactics of the enemy, God. And may they able, be able to discern, God, and see when he's coming, God, and know what's of you, God, and what isn't, God. We ask that you help them to move with wisdom, God, and not be so easily deceived, Father God. We ask that you continue just to pour your spirit out upon them, Father God, that the Holy Spirit guides them, God, that they continue to just hold on to you, God, and your truths, God, that they don't trade your truths for the ways of the world, Father God, that they instead stand firm on your word, God, that they read your word, God, that they continue to want to grow closer to you, God, to know all the characteristics, God, everything about you, Father God, so they can learn who they are, God, because we know only through you will we learn who it is that we have been made to be. So we just thank you for just being a gracious God and giving us that grace and that love and pouring onto us even when we mess up, God, even though we're so undeserving, God. We just thank you for being the type of God to to uh, you continuing just to, to give us the, the lives that you have made us to have, Father God. We thank you for all the the things that you have going for each and every one of us, God, and we trust you for with all those plans, God. We ask that you take our lives in your hands, God, and continue to build on it, God, as you continue to build on us. We ask that you protect everyone who is here, God, that you be with them, God, and that you um, keep them away from any harm or danger, God, that you be with them everywhere that they go and that they are protected. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys, I'll see you guys next week on Tuesday. Uh, Please make sure you check my story and also our uh, Instagram and our Facebook pages to see when we decide to have uh, the movie night. Of course, it'll be Friday, but just check and make sure you look at the time and on what platform we will be having it. I have a few ideas on where I would like to have it, but please just make sure you're able to look at those updates so you won't miss out on our very first movie night. I love you guys so much, but Jesus loves you more. Stay holy and stay blessed. See ya.